Cairo. Feast. Take a bite out of Dr. Jeff's wisdom so you can pay it forward. Come and get it, everybody. Cairo Feast is online and we are ready to serve. And today's topic really is 60 seconds to success. So we're going to talk about how in one minute, in 60 seconds, you can set up your entire first interaction with a client, a customer, a patient, and allow for success to occur. So that's where we're going to go today. We got some meat on the bone here that we need to eat. So Cairo Feast is ready to go. So we're going to talk about the 60-second um, items that you can do. Now, this is uh, I'm going to give the example in terms of a chiropractor. Uh, but if you're in another, another profession, just think about how you have your first interaction with a potential client um, and just apply it to what you do. So here we go. Number one, the first thing you need to do in your, third, or in your 60 seconds is to make strong, good, warm eye contact. Now, that sounds like that would be simple, but you would not believe how few people can actually make that honest Eye contact. Now, what comes along with great eye contact is facial expression, okay? When you are looking somebody in the eye, it means you care about, about them and about them being in front of you. You're, you're focused on them, okay? You can't be looking around or looking at your laptop or, you know, your, you know, your paperwork and, and stuff like that. People want to know that you're focused on them. So, Look at them, make eye contact, and then use your face, you guys, to express that you're happy to see them. Smile at them, okay? Have a smile, um, uh, you know, uh, you know uh, uh, just a warm look on your face. If you need to practice this in the mirror, I, you know, I don't care how silly you need to make yourself so that you can actually do this, you need to practice it because if people don't feel warmly welcomed by your eye contact and the expression on your face, then you're failing. You're already going behind. And now you've got to somehow make that up in the rest of your next 60 seconds, okay? So that's number one. Um, Number two, and well, before we get into number two, let me give you an example of, of how this is has gotten so bad in the healthcare profession. Um, so many doctors now are having to do their record keeping, their note taking while they are with the patient. Okay. So most of you that are listening to this have probably had the experience of going to your medical doctor. They, you're sitting in the room and here they come, they come waltzing in with what? Either an iPad or a laptop computer where they come in and they instantly walk up to the computer and they start entering stuff in. They're not even looking at you. They can't look at you. They have to look at their computer. And so it becomes very difficult for them to make this strong eye contact because they're looking at their computer and and they're expected to do these records and, and whatnot right there. So if there's any way for you to not do that, you need to not do that. Okay. So that's an example that has really, you know, technology has really screwed this up um, for the health profession. Anyway, number two. Number two is a genuine, confident handshake. Okay, so I'm recording this 
two years into the COVID-19 pandemic. And I know for a while there, there was just this hesitation of, you know, shaking hands and a fear from so many people that they weren't going to shake your hand, right? Well, two years into this now, um, I think you can confidently say that most people are ready to shake hands again. And so you put your hand out, okay? And most people are going to shake it. Like literally 95 people out of 100 are going to shake it. And there's going to be five people out of 100 that maybe don't. And they're going to say, ah, you know, I, I've been coughing lately, so I, 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 you know, I don't want to get you sick or whatever. People will say that. And then you know that that's where they're at, and that's fine. But most people are now, they are yearning for some connection to people. So reach out and confidently and, and, and with certainty shake their, their hand. Now, here's the thing. Don't put a death grip on people to drop them to their knees, okay? There is no prize for winning the, the handshake strength competition, okay? So don't do that. Don't crush their hand. But absolutely don't give them the limp fish. And you know what I'm talking about. That limp fish handshake where you just give them like the, the, the first part of your, fi- like your fingers, and you don't like meet your, the web of your thumb all the way into the web of their thumb. You give them the, the, just the fingertips and, and the finger handshake. And then it's like, you know, like flimsy, like a, like a stinking noodle, right? So don't do that. That's bad. Give them a confident handshake. And with your other hand, maybe even gently touch their elbow or touch their shoulder. Um, and don't, don't let it hang out there for too long because that can be a little awkward, but just touch their elbow or touch their shoulder and say, man, it's great to have you here. I'm glad you're here. And so uh, you've given them a, kind of a double, a double touch. And that is number two on my list to make the first 60 seconds successful. Um, the next thing is the triple W's, and that is you need to have a warm tone in your voice. You need to be welcoming. And you need to have a winning connection. Okay, the three W's. Now, let me let me explain that a little bit. Um, obviously, uh, on the first one here, the warm tone, you know, inflection in your voice, you know, warmth. If you're if you're a guy, you you know, have that fatherly tone to your voice. Okay, um, if you're a female, have that motherly tone to your voice, so that people can feel. Like they're going to be well taken care of. Like they have somebody that can guide them, that can love them and take care of them. So have that warm tone in your voice. Um, a second piece of this is, is welcoming. And that comes from your facial expressions and, and your, your hand gestures. And, and the, yes, the words that come out of your mouth. So when you are sh- done shaking their hand and you, now you're going to speak to them, you're going to um, say, you know, it's awesome that you're here. Thanks for making it in. I know it was pretty cold out there today, but I'm glad you're here. And so now I want to get to the crux of why you're here. Um, you know, and, 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 and so then the next thing can be that, um, that winning connection. And so maybe it's, you know, thanks for being here. I know it was cold outside today and a few people canceled, but I, I'm, I'm super pumped that you are here. 
and uh, we're going to get to the crux of, of your situation and what you're concerned about. But I noticed that you were referred here by uh, Susie Larson. How do you know Susie? And then you have a brief interaction. Well, Susie's my neighbor. That's amazing. Thank you. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's so awesome to take care of her friends and her family members. She's referred a number of people. So I'm going to take very good care of you because you have a great friend. Um, and so that kind of a winning connection, or maybe it's uh, the part of town that they live in, or maybe you've looked at the paperwork and you see that they work at a certain company and you've got a connection with that company, um, then bring it up at that time. Somehow connect to the person so that you have something in common, whether it's the referral, whether it's um, the city or the neighborhood that they live in, or um, maybe it's the sport that they play because they wrote that in their paperwork. So you got you do have to look at their paperwork a little bit before you go into the room and talk to this person for the first time so you can learn a little bit about them so that you can decide what is it I'm going to connect with this person and you make that winning connection with them. It, it's going to make them trust you. Uh, it's going to help them to trust you and uh, it's already going to take you toward them uh, being very likely to start care and follow your instruction, not just because it's the best thing for them, but because they trust you, okay? So the three W's, that's, that's the third thing. Um, the fourth thing is a moment for listening, okay? It's not all about you and what comes out of your mouth. Um, that moment for listening is the main concern that brought them in. Okay, so after you're done with that winning connection, et cetera. Okay, so let's talk about uh, the main concern that I see that you wrote on here looks to be that pain that's kind of going from your back into your, into your hip and, and your leg. Um, is, that your, is that the main thing that you're here for? Tell me a little bit about that. And so now this may take them a full minute or even two uh, to get this out of their mouth so this is the one part that maybe makes this longer than a minute um, but allow them to speak uh, now some people will say yeah it's my low back it's been killing me and they're done other people will tell a story you know that's okay listen to the story listen to their explanation and when they're done say we are absolutely going to figure out what's going on with that that is going to happen today how's that sound and they're going to look at you and say, fantastic. That's exactly what I'm looking for. And a lot of times I will follow that up with a question. Um, and uh, so this person with that low back pain that goes down into their hip, I will actually ask them at this time, are you interested in just kind of patching that? Or are you more interested in actually fixing it or correcting the cause of that? And 99.9% .9 of people are going to say, well, I mean, that's kind of a silly question. I, I, I want to fix it. I, I don't want it to come back. So, yeah, I, wanna, I, wanna, I don't want to patch this. I want to I fix it. Once they've said that and they've answered that question, when you give your recommendations, your best recommendation to fix the problem and correct the problem, that is what they asked for. So if they're like, well, I'm not sure, you know, I, I don't know if I want to do that. Okay, well, <clears throat> what I heard you say the last time we met was that you wanted the, uh, my best recommendation to correct this problem. This is the best recommendation. We can patch this, but I certainly am not going to recommend that. I'm recommending that you correct it and do it right. 
And that's when people will <clears throat> oftentimes say, okay, you know, I'll do this. You know, they're not necessarily going to jump up and down excited to do the corrective plan that you've laid out, but they're more likely to follow it. Um, <clears throat> if you let them know that, Hey, this is what you asked for and this is what it's going to take. And you're not wavering in that because you want the best recommendation to actually meet their needs. It's the right thing to do. Okay. So that moment for listening was the, uh, uh, that fourth aspect. The fifth aspect is to set the table. Realize again, that this is all happening within the first minute or so that you've met this person. You need to set the table for people so that they understand what's going to happen on this visit. So you're going to set the table with your day one and your day two process. Uh, for some of you, may, you may not have a day two. You just do a day one. That's fine, whatever. But you got to let them know what's coming up on this visit, what to expect during the visit. Um, so oftentimes I will let them know at that point, okay, great. We're going to figure out what's going on. And to do that, I'm going to do a consultation. I'm going to continue to ask you some questions about what you're feeling and how long it's been there and what it feels like and all that kind of thing. So I'm going to do this consultation. Then I'm going to have you stand. I'm going to start the uh, examination portion. I'm going to have you bend, touch the toes, and, and uh, move around a little bit. I want to do a few orthopedic tests, a few neurological things with you standing uh, to figure out what's going on. I'm gonna, then I'm going to put you on the table here and I'm going to palpate. I'm actually going to feel the joints and feel the muscles and, and feel what's going on uh, during my examination. And then we're going to jump into the room right next door here. And um, I really like to be able to see the structure so we can understand uh, what's going on with it uh, by being able to see it by taking a few x-rays. So we're going to uh, do all of that. Um, and at that point then, um, we will maybe take a very brief look so you can kind of see what's going on on the x-rays, but then uh, my analysis of what's going on has to happen later today. I'm going to take about a half an hour to really go through the consultation findings, examination findings, the x-ray findings, and put the pieces together for you to really figure out how to best help you. But I'll do that without you here. So after we're done taking the x-rays, we'll go up front, we'll schedule your day two report of findings, and then we'll be done for today. And it'll probably take us about 30 to 40 minutes. Sound good? So I set the table for what we're doing on that day. Now, you're also going to set the table on day two. So when they come in, you know, after you exchange pleasantries, et cetera, you're going you're gonna to give, you know, the, you're going to set the table for that visit. And that is, okay, here's what we're going to do today, Tom. I'm going to go through and I'm going to answer uh, these questions for you. I'm going to show you exactly what's wrong. I'm going to uh, talk to you about how to fix this. Okay, um, and whether or not we can, and and then also how long it's going to take to fix it, and then lastly how to make it affordable. You know, how do we make this affordable so that you can correct this and not just put a patch on it? Okay, so that's what we're going to do today. Does that sound okay? So you're going to set the table on that second visit as well. So these are the things, and it's, it sounds kind of simplified, but if if you can you know look at these things and get in the habit of just doing those handful of things in the first minute to two minutes of every first interaction that you have with a with a new patient or a new client you're going to increase your chances of being successful with what's actually going to help them best okay so again just to just to go over those again 60 second success starts with eye contact it then goes into a genuine confident handshake it goes to a warm tone and a warm welcome and a winning connection that you make with the patient. 
The next thing is allowing a moment for listening where you're actually listening to what the patient's main concern is. And then the last thing is to set the table for what's going to happen on that visit. Once you do that, they are ready. They are ready. Now you just have to go ahead and do those things. All right. So that's 60 seconds to success. Uh, this was kind of a, a short and sweet episode, but I think it's helpful. Uh, if, you're, if you're a new doctor, man, there's no class in, in chiropractic school or medical school, uh, any, any healthcare professional, there's no class that teaches you this, okay? This is just real life um, stuff that you have to learn. So learn it right now. And if you're in a different profession, the same deal. You got to learn this too. You can win your interaction with people so that they follow through with whatever purchase it might be or investment that you're asking them to make for their best interest. You're going to increase your chances of getting them to make a good decision for themselves by doing these things. So follow this, okay? All right, that's it, everybody. Um, as, as always, I just want to ask you to stay coachable and to stay hungry. You know, always be looking for uh, ways to feed yourself with good information. Uh, stay tuned to all of our episodes because we go over little things like this that can help you and you can share with others. So if you have other people, please share this information with other people. And as always, pay it forward. <laughs>